Broadcasting from the commodity capital of the world, Zurich, Switzerland, this is Insider's Guide to Energy. This edition to Insider's Guide to Energy is brought to you by Fidectus. Go to www.fidectus.com for more information. Welcome to the mini-series Next Generation Energy Leaders by the podcast Insider's Guide to Energy. My name is Luca. I'll be your host for today. And with me is Chris Sass. Hi, Chris. Hey, Luca. How's it going? Hey, it's going fantastic. I'm really excited to talk about this mini-series. Yeah, right. Today, we're trying to introduce the new mini-series that we did, um, that I did together with three producers. Um, we have here Manu, Josh and Jill, and I will be talking to them shortly. But first, Chris, tell me a little bit, how did that whole idea, how did we develop that? I would like to hear it from you as the main um, host of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I think what's interesting is I look around the videos on the screen, is, is nobody has gray hair on this video, right? And, and we're talking about future leaders. And when I first met you and brought you on to Insider's Guide as a producer of the main show, what I really loved was the enthusiasm you had in the discovery of all the things about energy. And what happened along the way is we talked about 150 leaders in the industry and two things came to bear. The first one was we were targeting mid to senior management in our podcast. That's who the demographic was we we're building the podcast. But along the way, we picked up this whole student and early career following because of the education that we could get. And there was a disconnect because every single one of those leaders we talked to said, hey, we want to cultivate and have future talent. How do we attract the next generation of leaders in and talent? And then we had all these people that just wanted to learn about the opportunities because they just didn't want to get pigeonholed into a job. So you and I talked about it and said, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool if we started a mini series? And I think I was inspired by a solar car race team in Australia. I said, I watched this Netflix series. I said, Luca, you know, we need to do something like this. We need to tell people if you're an energy student today, you can actually make a difference and do something pretty cool. It's not just you're studying and go work for some legacy company. You can actually change the world. And that's what started this idea for me. So we took that and we said, okay, let's start the miniseries. And you said, hey, you know what? I'll go run with that. And I said, I don't want to be in it because I'm too old. I wanted to be from peers and poster closer to the demographic for that demographic. So so we'll sponsor that as Insider's Guide. And then what we did is we said, you know, there's more we can do. So we started two other initiatives. We started the Future Leaders Program, which meant that we have a job board now. So if you go to Insider's Guide to Energy and you go to our website, there's a job board for internships and entry-level jobs. It's an aggregate place. So if you're following our content anyway, you can find jobs that you can go apply from right from our website. So that's pretty cool. And that gets updated all the time. So you got to come back and check back. We have a blog where there's more information and more educational material. We have mini series where we get educational material. And then the second thing we did is we wanted to build a live community and provide access. So not only are you going to hear about these jobs, but we wanted to give people a format to ask questions and get engaged. So we started a Discord channel. And our Discord server basically allows you to get there. And we do these live events where we'll bring CEOs, founders, and innovators from energy on board. And what we allow are students from anyone from undergraduate to postgraduate and anywhere in between to jump on and have an actual conversation with founders and CEOs and provide access to find out more about their career choice and what they want to do. So that's how this all came to be. And now I'm really excited because you built the dream team to build this mini series. I want to hear about this. Where do we go from here and what did you guys do? Yeah, thanks, Chris. 
I was just going to, just to continue what you said, as a bachelor's degree student for me, and I'm sure my friends here can, can all relate to that, it was really difficult to think of opportunities out there and um, what can you do um, after we finish, basically. And that is really the aim of this mini-series, to show people, you know, there's, there's so many opportunities and we can be part of this energy transition um, yeah, so, so that's basically... But I don't think it's part of it. I think you can lead it. I think that's future leaders, right? So what I see is, you know, we, we have a group of ETH folks on this call. Everybody's got amazing credentials. But if you just go work for a legacy company and don't do something with that degree, I think you're leaving it on the table. What, what I think is you can actually go out and, and, and not just idealistically, I hope this series shows that you can go do something that actually makes a difference, right? So that, that you're not just talking about it. You didn't just get a degree and say, hey, I want to be in renewable energy or energy transition. I think whether you're at the beginning, mid or late career, you actually can make a difference. And, and that's what I was hoping to impart in this series. Now, I don't know if you did that. I haven't listened to all your episodes yet, but that's what I'm hoping comes across. Yeah. So let me just go through all of the all of the producers we have here. I'm going to start off with Jill because that's my first co-host for the first episode that we're going to release. Hi, Jill. How are you? Hi, Luca. I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> no worries. So can you tell me what you've been doing, what you studied or what you're still studying and where your interests lie? Sure. So um, initially, I did my bachelor's in environmental engineering, also at ETH. But then I changed a bit of directions or I really wanted to go or wanted to have a focus in energy. So I'm doing my master's now in energy science and technology. Currently, I'm doing my master thesis on elaborating best framework to evaluate network tariffs. And I'm really looking forward to the next step I have to finish my master's and then go on about and uh, work hopefully in a company. Cool. Awesome. That sounds exciting. And your master thesis title sounds a bit complicated, but that's okay. <laughs> so maybe we've uh, recorded two episodes together. One was a company called Exnaton. Maybe let's just start off with that first. What, When you think back to that episode, what really stuck in your mind till today? Exnaton is an ETH startup. And I think that what, what was the most inspiring to hear the story of Anselma, how she uh, founded it with her PhD colleagues, and initially also, I think it's a really interesting topic they're working on, and it's uh, something it? that's <laughs> it's really current. So they're uh, developing a software for energy communities. I think m now more than ever, it's really important, especially with the whole uh, situation going on in energy markets and people wanting to maybe have the possibility to to be within an energy community and to trade their electricity or to buy it from neighbors and so on. So I think that was the most interesting that it's really current topic and they're yeah heading in a really good direction as a startup. Yeah, and what I also found very interesting was that startups don't get started off by just sitting on a kitchen table and being like, hey, let's do this. And then the next day you basically, <laughs> you just file for, for, for a new company. It's, it's, a, it's a process and you develop it over time. And that for me was something she talked about um, and that I found very fascinating. Thank you, Jill. I'm going to go on uh, with Manu. Manu, we talked about or we talked with Pepe from Finland. Who exactly is Pepe and, and why was the episode that we did really, um, it was different. 
Yeah, like you said, uh, it was a different episode. It was more from a policy-related viewpoint because uh, she's a policymaker in Finland. She did study uh, energy sciences before, but then saw that she could make more of an impact if she went into politics. And uh, she's part of the Green Party. And we came across um, this article that's really special because she is pro-nuclear power, which is very unheard of for the Green Party when you come to other countries. So we thought it was really interesting. And uh, we approached her and she was... Uh, yeah, she wanted to come on, on, on the podcast and uh, we did a really interesting episode. Yeah, right. I thought that was uh, really fascinating as well. I know on this podcast, we, we're not um, here for any political view, um, but it's just really interesting to see um, also the policy side of things because that is a really big junk of what the energy industry um, is part of, basically, or what makes up the energy industry, uh, that whole political framework. Yes. Yeah. And she talked about this unique situation that Finland is in because they they have the world's only long-term storage facility for nuclear waste. So this was very interesting to hear about. And uh, in general, we talked about nuclear in Europe. And um, yeah, it was a really great experience. Kind of teasing a bit, but she was actually in that long-term storage facility. So um, yeah, that was really fascinating to, to hear about. Yeah, I know this is kind of like a cliche question, but what made you want to be part of this and what did you get out of this whole experience of being a producer and co-host? Through you, I knew about the podcast and uh, you know that I'm very interested in energy and energy transition in general. I mean, also through my work, I work for the Federal Laboratories of Material Science, which is a Swiss research institute. And um, we're working on resource efficiency. A big topic are lithium batteries at the moment which uh, we were looking more ways to recycle them, but also there, I mean, resources, without uh, enough resources, uh, it can really hinder the energy transition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, recycling will be a huge, huge challenge of, of the future, especially for EVs. Yeah, so you're working in a very exciting field now. <laughs> I'm coming up to the last but not least co-host. Um, hi, Josh, how are you today? Hi, Luca. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, Josh, we, we talked to a company or someone from a company that we've actually hosted or Chris and Johan have hosted them before on the main podcast. Who is it and who did we talk to? Yes, exactly. It was uh, Lukas Geisbühler. He's head of thermal systems and uh, he, he started in the company already um, four or five years ago. So from the beginning when they were still a startup. And now they are at a completely different um, setting. They are going to the market and having new uh, problems to tackle and to solve. Yeah, what I really liked about that, they already have partnerships with, with huge companies. They partnered up with Semex, I think. So they're making like solar um, cement or solar clicker is what it's called, I think. And they're also planning to produce drop-in fuel for Swiss, so Swiss Airlines, which is part of Lufthansa from Germany. Yeah, so they're actually scaling right now. Um, were there things that Lucas said that really struck you? Yeah, so first of all, I think um, what really um, f I found really, really interesting about Lucas was that he's like in the heart, he's a real scientist. And I think that's something that you really feel when you talk to him and when you um, hear him talking about his technology, about his uh, geo, uh, about about his 
thermal storage, um, you, you, you can really feel this uh, ambition. And that was really interesting to, to, to see. And, and on the other hand, Lucas um, is the scientist, but now he's in a, in a completely different role. He needs to, to tackle also management uh, exercises and so on. But in the heart, he just wants to do science um, and, and not maybe not the management. And like to kind of feel that and see that, that was really interesting. And also what I find really interesting about Synhelion is that they use uh, concentrated solar power um, and, and have really high heat temperatures, which they are working with and making essentially, as you already said, fuels with it. So they have a really interesting technology for, for the future change of the energy system, yes. So maybe, Josh, uh, to finish off, maybe tell the audience also, because you work in a really exciting company, you're, you're a recent graduate. How did that happen for you? Yes, actually, I'm... I started a bit earlier, like I, I, I used to study environmental science uh, three years ago um, and I did my master's and there I focused on renewable energies and in sustainable energy use. So then after the after studying, I started um, working in a, in a company called Energie Zukunft Schweiz um, with at that time about 30 um, employees and uh, now the we are also growing very fast and now three years later. So uh, we are 130 people and all our over Europe. So a very interesting company to work there and to be part of. Um, and we work mainly, we are consultancy for real estate investors and we work with them together to decarbonize the building portfolios, which they have. That sounds so exciting. So I'm going back to Jill. Jill, maybe um, tell me a bit about Vern and what they, where they're from and what they do. There was a really exciting episode as well with Wern. They're um, doing hydrogen in transportation, so doing a lot of hydrogen for, I think, uh, bigger tr trucks as well. Um, they're originally from the U.S., and it was just a really interesting call for me as well because it's not my field of expertise, um, but just to hear how hydrogen can be a part of the whole energy transition, especially in, tra in transportation was, yeah, good, uh, very exciting thing to be on. Yeah, I mean, they are really interesting. Hydrogen being a very hot topic right now and much discussed um, everywhere at the moment. So I got a question for your, your guests, your panel or your hosts. Having volunteered your time to produce this miniseries, to share it with, with, with your peers and friends and colleagues, um, did you think you got something out of it? Do you, do you feel better for having done it? Did, was the experience personally rewarding? Yeah, actually, it was, it was just a really great experience. I think coming from the master's, I've been always a bit in this uh, university bubble. And as you said before, we don't really think about oh, what's, what's, what comes after or that's just something that's like way in the future and not really thinking about it too much. But now especially being in the energy industry that is so exciting and so much is going on. Um, I feel like this opportunity to talk to so many different people from the industry showed me how much is out there to actually do and be a part of or be the leader of. I, I think so as well. Um, and I also found really interesting to see again that the energy field uh, is just, there's so, there's so many different things which are going on at the moment. And we are living at 
the exactly right time to to also have an impact there. And that's something what I also took out of this uh, series and of this opportunity to make a podcast and to have also time to uh, dig a bit in some problems which we have. Well, I, I use this to Luca. You know, you've been involved now. I don't know nine months or some some period of time. You've you've been around. It seems like forever in a good way. Um, you know, we we build the content from folks like you guys volunteering, right? And, and we bring it out to the audience. But but I, I think there's an opportunity to be more than just an audience member. If you're a student, if you're looking to graduate, or you're early in your career, and you want to build the network. And, and really do it. You get what you put into these things is, is my take. So the fact that you guys did it, thank you so, so much. But I also think selfishly, I think all of you leave with more to it. And I, I turn that back to you, Luca. You've been a part of our main show. You now have had a mini series. What do you say to somebody that's out there that is passionate about energy and they may not know what they want to do? Like, what, what would they do to get involved here? You're absolutely right. When, you, when you're a research graduate, you might get the idea of, I'm just this small drop in the ocean, basically, and I'm, I don't have, I'm never going to have any impact. Or, and I think I, I'm telling them the difference. We've talked to these people and see that these recent graduates, they are leading companies. Um, they are managing whole projects at an early age, and they're actually the next generation energy leaders. So what I would tell them is follow Insider's Guide to Energy, for example, for these mini series for the job board that we have, but also the Discord channel that we've opened up. So there's so many opportunities out there, even though you think um, you've just graduated. So the one cool thing from each of you that you took away from doing the mini series, what is the coolest thing you didn't know before each of you did this mini series? What would that be? For me, it was uh, the journey which Sinhelian uh, uh, went through from being scientists to becoming a, a company and with a lot of people which want to invest their money into them and believe in their technology um, to solve uh, some problems which you need to solve in the future. For me, it was uh, when talking to Pepe, who is not uh, like in the, in the same age as, as we are, and uh, she's uh, doing so many things and she's uh, also a city councillor and really trying to push her city to carbon neutral and has a lot of uh, areas where she can really make a difference. Yeah, I think for me, something a bit less specific, more in general, something I probably, not probably, what I have known before that I'm just really interested in the energy topic, but it just gives me another feeling of being able to talk to people who are as passionate as I am. And I think I've known that before, but it just showed me so much more doing the podcast and being able to talk to those people and just, yeah, it, it, I'm full of energy by the end of this episode. Awesome. So, so Luca, uh, uh, from the, the main podcast, from Insider's Guide, we thank all of you for, for, for contributing. I, I think that the content will be amazing. I hope our audience enjoys it as much as you did making it. And there is room on the podcast for those of you that want to have those kind of experiences. Just, just direct message me, join our Discord channel and find out how to get engaged because there's plenty of room in that discussion. And there are a lot of people that are passionate about energy. So Luca, I turn it back to you. This has been fun. Yes. Thank you, Chris. And I thank my co-hosts and for our audience. I hope this has been worthwhile to listen to. I hope to talk to you soon. Remember to like and subscribe. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.